0: In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. So when I was younger, not only did I play baseball, but I also played soccer for a while. And I played right wing. In those days I used to be fast. And we were in this league, and our church had six or seven teams that played in this league. I grew up at St. John in Sterling Heights, and we had six or seven teams. And it was really a lot of fun. And we played in a, it wasn't a parochial league, it wasn't just a league of churches, but oftentimes we were grouped with other churches. I remember this one church on the east side called Holy Innocence, Roman Catholic Church. We played them a lot. We played this Ukrainian church a lot. We loved playing the Ukrainians because unfortunately these poor teams were terrible and we usually did very, very well against them. And we usually played every team twice. And I remember... I must have been about 11 or 12 years old, and we had played them once already, and I had scored a couple of goals, and that week before the next game, we had our practice on whatever day it was, and I didn't go to practice. And when my dad came home, he said, how come you didn't go to practice? And I said, well, Dad, there was a show on TV I wanted to watch it, and we're only playing the Ukrainians, so you know what that's going to be. And he said, uh, Son, I don't think that's what you should do. You should have gone to practice. If I were your coach, I'd make you sit. Um, you need to practice. You never know what you're going to face the next week. You never know how they're going to be. And besides, it's not about you. You have a team and you have responsibilities and so on. And I said, Yes, you're right, father. But in my mind, I said, Whatever. We're playing the Ukrainians. <laughs> and we, he drove me to this game. And he didn't come to too many of my games. He couldn't. But he drove me to this game, and he says, well, how are you feeling today? And I said, I feel great. And uh, I think I'm going to score two goals today, Dad. My dad just laughed and shook his head. He goes, you don't know what you're going to face out there. You don't know if they've gotten any better. You didn't practice this week, and you're not even thinking about your team. It's not about how many goals you're scoring. Your job is to run down the sideline and kick the ball in the middle so that the center can score the ball. Whatever, Dad. I'm going to score two goals. So we played this game. I'm telling you, I remember very few things about playing soccer. I remember one goal that I scored all the years I played soccer. This game, I remember, it was the worst game I ever played in my life. I went to kick the ball and I missed the ball. That never happened to me. My shoe came off. Do you know how <laughs> embarrassing that is? My shoe came off. There was one patch of mud on this field near the goalpost. Twice I fell in it, and I don't play back there. That's not where I was supposed to be. And I fell twice in this one spot of mud. I got a yellow card. I had never gotten a yellow card. I never got a yellow card after that. And it wasn't even like I was trying to be mean. I just did something stupid, tried to get the ball from behind somebody. It was the worst game I had ever played in my life. I was embarrassed. The coach moved me back to halfback, And in those days, the better you were, the closer up to the front you generally got, okay? So they moved me back to halfback, then I moved back to defense, and then he pulled me. Oh, that had never happened before. So we get in the car. (laughs) My dad says, two goals, huh, boy? (laughs) That's all that was said the rest of that ride. What's the point? The point is that we don't know what the next thing is going to bring. We don't know what is always ahead of us. And sometimes we're not focused on the right things anyway. And in this Gospel lesson, that's exactly what Jesus is talking about when he's dealing with this rich man who has lots of goods and lots of things. And... As we hear in the story, he wants to build more things because he's doing really well, and everything's fine. I don't have to worry about anything. Tomorrow I can just rest, and today I can rest, and we can eat, and we can drink, and we can make merry because everything is set for me. But the sun will set, and it will come up the next day, and we don't know what that next day is going to bring. And in this case... The idea is that he dies. And then what do you say to the Lord at that point? When you have given up your strive for something more, when you have forgotten about what that next day is going to bring, when you have placed your hope and your thoughts on something that wasn't appropriate, something that wasn't right, just like I had done when I was a kid there playing that soccer game. And there are these two issues that we have to keep in mind. One, we don't know what the next day is going to bring. We can do all the planning that we want. We can make all the decisions we think are going to give us the best possible outcomes in the beginning, and we should do these things. It would be foolish for us not to. But if we think we're going to be in control of everything, that we can possibly account for every contingency that's out there, That's foolishness. Furthermore, we never know what our health is going to be or the health of a loved one. These things are very, very fragile. If our minds aren't set correctly, if they're not thinking about what we need to be doing for God, what is truly important for us as Christians, then we're going to get lost in making plans for contingencies that ultimately don't matter for our salvation. The second thing is, when we consider these things about the Lord and what we need to be doing, it's not enough to simply say that I believe, and it's not enough to simply say that I'm trying to do the things that God wants me to do, because that's not what we as Orthodox Christians have as our be-all and end-all. For us, it's not simply about faith and about believing. And it's not simply about doing the actions that God wants us to do. It's about making our lives completely and fully one with Christ. To do everything that we can to become like Him. So that in every word, every thought, every action that comes from us, We're trying to exemplify and practice in reality the Gospel. That we're not sitting still and saying, I did enough good things. Or everything is okay. Tomorrow the Lord will bless me again. Likely He will. But our point is not set properly if we're thinking only about what we have done and only about... Resting and not doing something more. The point as Christians is never to be, to be, really, never to sit still, never to be satisfied in the accomplishments that we have, but always to push more. And it's not for ourselves. It's for the greater good of the church, and it's for our connection with God. It's always for the Lord. It's always for something bigger than us. We do these things not for our own salvation because this is what God wants for us. And when we do these things, that means that we're truly living as an Orthodox Christian, truly moving in one direction towards unification with God. That's our ultimate goal. not simply salvation. So as this Gospel lesson says, as we have heard, in my little story with the soccer game, we can't be preoccupied with what we think is going to be tomorrow and the accomplishments we've already made. Those are never good enough. What's always important to have in our minds is the Lord first, trying to become like Him and do the things that He is asking us to do and never to be satisfied with what we have done, but always strive to do more for the Lord. Amen.